Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, the Virgo bug, I've caught it. Been cleaning my kitchen. I even like mopped the floor. It just smells like straight pine salt in my house. It's fantastic. Um, it'll be done by this weekend, which will be the two year anniversary of me living in this beautiful apartment. To dive into Virgo season, there are quite a few themes and themes that I've noticed throughout everything. First of all, we're going to talk about several very important moments during Virgo season. We're talking about, mind you, we're going to be back in time a little bit and we'll find our way forward. It is the 29th today. Mercury enters Virgo. Isn't that exciting? We're going to talk about That's why that looks like that. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, we're going to talk about the day that the sun entered Virgo, which was the 23rd. We're going to talk about the Venus-Mars conjunction. We're going to talk about Mercury entering Virgo. We're going to talk about the new moon. We're going to talk about that quarter moon in Sag. We're going to talk about Saturn going direct. And we're going to talk about the fourth quarter moon. We're not going to talk about the full moon too much because there's going to be an episode about it right okay damn it i knew i was going to be missing something so um oh there it is perfect so on the ascendant we're going to try to keep this quick we're going to try to that was what one two three four five six seven eight different things to talk about and I'm going to try to keep each one under seven minutes. Can I do that? I don't know. We'll see. Why are ladybugs trying to get into my house? This is so weird. This is the second one. Good fortune is coming my way. Now, one thing that I've noticed a lot about the these important dates that I've kind of pulled from Virgo season is that there are lots and lots of trines. There are many, many trines throughout the entire season. And now while it's very funny, shout out to Lidwina, the coolest person ever, um, a Cancerian, <laughs> sent me um, a text the other day and she was like, and I was basically telling her, I was like, look, this Virgo season energy is kicking my ass because to be quite honest it really was and still kind of is to a lesser degree now since it's it's separating from my Chiron um has been kicking my ass and a lot of different things have kind of came up and she said someone said that the beginning of this Virgo season feels a little like Mercury retrograde thoughts Yes, absolutely. Very frazzling because the shift from fixed fire 
to mutable earth, it's almost like it's extinguishing the fire. And it can be a bit of a downer. And we even saw in the weather, literally the weather shift, it literally became fall. At least here on the East Coast, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was so beautiful. It was so hot. It was so humid. Now every day is chilly. I can leave the house with a sweater. Thank God. Oh, my God. Um, But it's like, this is weird. Like, this is very unexpected. And that's definitely kind of been what it's that shift has been like with the gray skies and the the sudden rain and the just the the mutability of the season it's almost as if well given the relationship of the um or the cadency that virgo has to libra which is a um cardinal or even angular sign right it's one of the stakes it's one of the four cardinal directions cadent houses in astrology take you to and take you away the energy the primary motion and secondary motion of the sky are taking it up and away from that energy right which is why we'll find ourselves diving in and out of elements of fixed fire and um cardinal air and having to kind of have this kind of seasick boat rocking back and forth kind of vibe of you know trying to figure the things out and it may kind of put a lot of ground for indecision and a feeling of things being very halted now the thing to notice again with there being so many trines is that in the air for most of the season there are not a lot of hard aspects that we'll have um at least not Oh, oh, I didn't even notice that before. There's going to be a couple. There is one T-square that is just going to be really intense by the time we get to September 5th. And it's going to start to get even more intense in the air in when Saturn goes direct and around the end of the season on the 21st. This is a time right now for us not to get complacent. This is a time for us not to kind of get caught up in this seasick energy that we may be feeling right now um, and the indecisiveness and the vacillating that is this adjustment to Virgo season. It is very much so a distraction from the very necessary hard work that we're being asked to do. Although there is a lot of earth in the air, it is energy that is kind of fruitless unless we intentionally take advantage of it, right? This is a time where we have kind of come into this understanding or um, this place in which we know which direction that we're going into. We may not have all the details and things kind of figured out, but we know what it is that we want for ourselves, right? I would assume most of us do. Um, Like I said, the steps and the way to get there is a little bit uh, blurry, but we know what space that we're coming from. We know what we need. We know what we want, which in lots of cases is some of the same things that we do need. And we're moving from that space to that space. One thing that I talked about um, a lot uh, over the lots of things that have been coming up in readings with clients have been coming up in this energy here. So thank you all (laughs) uh, for priming this conversation. The first symbol, Chandra symbol. For um, 30 degrees Leo, which is zero degrees Virgo, is about taming a lion. 
Oh, actually, I have this chart right here that tells me exactly what I said. Let me read it to you guys. Yes. Oh, no, that's Virgo 23 degrees. I'll read it. It's, it's, it's necessary. It makes sense. A lion tamer displays his skill and character, the need to tame one's vital energies in order to fulfill one's destiny. Successful process of taming and training is resoluteness and patience. I told this person, hello, um, that this is a lot like the strength card um, in which the woman or maiden virgin, all these ladybugs around my windows are really creeping me out. Like what is going on? What? is going on like is there like a ladybug nest is that a thing sorry i'm just very this is very <laughs> auspicious so weird there was one in my shower earlier um so strange um again you know and the maiden virgin type woman in her all white to represent of purity taming the lion and in a way that is kind of the energy that's here now the balance and the thing that we have to work on is one not being complacent um and feeling like oh i have it figured out i know everything that i need to do um and kind of just allowing things to unfold there is a certain amount of shaping that you must do it's not necessarily that you need to have everything in line but as I've said to someone recently, throwing out as many feelers and seeing what happens. Taking a calculated risk. Okay, I'm going to see if I do this thing, what happens. If it comes back, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's fine with me. Cool. Perfect. So being able to be okay with that relationship or creating that dichotomy um, within yourself and within this thing, right? Um, the day that Virgo season started, um, the Mercury, the ruling planet, was still in, ruling planet of Virgo, was still in Leo. Now, here is, again, going back to the idea of taming the lion, and to the extent not putting out the fire, right, but being able to provide kindling and being able to provide a structure that creates something fruitful, that allows that thing and that fire to continue to burn. So we can kind of think about Virgo season and the ladybug is in my house now. Okay, how did you get in here? What the hell is going on? What is going on? Oh my God, I'm gonna pause and I'll be right back. I'm so sorry. Okay. So the Virgo um so one so the Chandra symbol related to the sun on this day is in a portrait the significant features of a man's head are artistically emphasized. The capacity to picture oneself clearly The salient features an overall meaning of any an overall meaning of any life situation. The key word is discrimination. And we'll kind of go back to this idea of the devil being in the details. Um, 
you know, this is a phrase that people often, it's on the wall. What is going on? Anyway, um, this is just very, like I said, auspicious in a positive way, but it's strange. Okay. Now, um, the... One example that I've kind of given, and I think this is kind of speaks to the nature of all of the trines that we will see that we see in the air. If anyone is familiar with the story, the portrait of Dorian Gray, um, and Amber Khan has has referenced this in I think one of her Virgo videos that she did maybe back in two thousand eighteen. Um, DM me and I can find it for you and I can share it with you. This is also something I shared with a client. See, like I told you guys, thank you. Um, Dorian Gray was a very attractive person, right? And, but he was a pretty shitty person, right? And so the things that he said and did um, to the people around him were quite ugly, despite the fact that he was a beautiful person. This is an opportunity for you to get tripped up or caught up in your own mind um, or in yourself, period. And you do have to be very careful during this time. It's a very kind of karmic time and I kind of see that in a lot of different ways um, throughout the charts uh, that are uh, uh, that I'm gonna share with you all. Um, and what happens is Dorian is given a portrait and the while he does not change, his face changes in this portrait based on the things that he says and does. And he kind of becomes obsessed with looking at this thing and kind of watching how his face kind of changes and morphs. If we're to kind of you to utilize this now, what we see is that there are many more discrete um, tests that we're kind of being given in terms of this timeline that we're choosing for ourselves. And because of that, we'll see. Please, no, don't hit the fan. No, no, no. Stay on the wall. Okay. Y'all, this ladybug is gonna die because it's being silly. Okay. I warned you. See, the ladybug is gonna die because it's being silly. Don't cheat yourself out of your luck. Um, during this time, things begin to intensify um, as Pluto, not Pluto, ooh, ooh, as Saturn goes direct. And we're kind of coming into the end of this time. Um, psychics by B, oh, you're fine, perfect. Um, by B has described it as it kind of waking up, right? So it's like waking up to catch you doing all those naughty things that you weren't supposed to be doing. Um, I definitely would say this is a season that is relationship preparation or it is a season in which you are being prepared to embody harmonious energy within yourself so a uniting and a balancing and a harmonizing that you'll find within you um, that will allow you a clearer path and direction in the next coming months. So this is the, the preparation and the priming. What we're being asked with all of these planets um, that are in Virgo and they're in the 11th house of the chart, the, the, the day that went in is, what, 
wealth, what uh, ideas, what connections, um, what gems, what dreams, what healing, what opportunities are we aligning to bring back towards the self, right? To bring us to a point of nurturing. All of this is happening in the 11th house. So it's about, you know, hopes and dreams. So this is definitely a season in which, again, you're being asked to take those risks. But again, these are risks that do need to be a bit calculated. Again, remember that the day of the ingress, um, Mercury was in Leo. And the symbol there is a houseboy, a houseboy, a houseboat party, the enjoyment of temporary freedom from rigidly structured social behavior, freedom from social rigidity. So there being this freedom that we feel after kind of breaking up with these old paradigms and ideas of self that is kind of being carried into this new time, this new time to connect, this new time to really reframe and recreate and really form that that winning kind of life that we want for ourselves from the true way of being that we created for ourselves in Leo season or that we stepped into during Leo season. However, the sun is asking us in Virgo is like, look, that's fine. You want to have fun, but it's time to get to work. It's time to get to work. We can have fun and we can party in Libra season. Um, and so this is a time that is really deep, you know, deepening of relations or connecting with people, um, business partnerships, um, the idea of being diplomatic with other people as well as one that kind of comes up. Um, and again, this all having to do with these are the, in doing so, because Venus is in um, Virgo at this time, all of the discretion and the, that we have um, in terms of our decision making, in terms of what we're investing ourselves in at the time, will allow us to discern and discriminate about what different things that we should and should not be doing during this time. Again, throwing out the leads, we're being diplomatic, we're not really showing our hand, but we're allowing the opportunity for those things to kind of come towards us. There is a yode, again, that is focusing on that Mercury in Leo on the day that um, the sun entered Virgo. And so it's about dream and structure being the supporting elements of the risk, um, the risks and the ideas and attitudes that we're putting out into the world, right? So at the end of the day, while we are kind of wishing and dreaming and hoping and creating this world for ourselves, we do need to remember that there are two things that need to ground those decisions. One, we're trying to build something. We're trying to build something long-term. It's based off an ideal. It's based off of our dream that we've created for ourselves because in this aspect, there's also Jupiter square Neptune. One other thing that I will say, be very careful with overindulging, be very careful with vices. I know the first couple of days probably really just threw people off. It's okay. Um, but there are going to be long-term consequences um, for doing things like lying, um, from utilizing escapism um, to really kind of dissociate from the work that needs to be done. If you need to take a break or if you need to release or escape in a way that's healthy, that's absolutely fine. But again, the the lying or the, the vagueness that many people may kind of experience and also understanding that at this time, there is a very kind of deep relationship between media 
and structures. We already know this, right? But kind of paying attention to those two things because they're painting a very kind of long picture in terms of what things to expect or what things are being built or what things are being created at this time, if that makes sense to anybody. Let's see. One other thing to mention on this note before I move on, expecting surprises, breakdowns, and breakthroughs. It's definitely, as I kind of said with the ladybugs, oh, wow, this is interesting because these are notes I took earlier, is that there are, you know, it's a very auspicious time in terms of what to expect, Um, especially things related to, again, partnerships, relationships, Um, They could be romantic, platonic, work, whatever, um, to kind of look out for. One thing that we're being asked to do during this season as we are creating and going into this other way of life, you know, it's, um, sorry, distracted, is that um, in this, the North, well, the North Node is in the ninth house. Um, So it is definitely a time of expansion of the mind in order to nurture. So thinking about new possibilities, again, to go into this idea of, okay, this is what I need to create and build for myself. So these two things kind of being in the background, kind of anchoring us for us to think about. The moon in Gemini is in the eighth house on this day, because remember, this was the day of the quarter moon as well. The first quarter moon, no. Oh, okay, this is why it was so crazy. We we're reading from the spiral of life. Um, it was a last quarter moon because we're approaching the new moon. So going through a traumatic psychological reorientation in order to allow something new to come into the old personal patterns of behaviors or attitudes. I think what you'll kind of discover is that a lot of the ways that you play or the ways that you kind of show up to have fun or the ideas and thoughts that you're sharing with people, albeit they are risky, Um, They also are serving this function of creating or exacerbating these old ways of being that just no longer need to exist. So all of the kind of petty arguments and the petty back and forths over quite silly things, guilty, um, that have kind of happened in the last couple of weeks are, again, think about the portrait, right? And it honestly, this, you know acting and being in that way being this distraction from the actual work that you're doing think about it the mercury leo and mercury mercury and leo was answering both to that moon and gemini as well as all of that stuff that's in virgo as well right so it's like you have a choice and so while there is this kind of stressful energy there is a need to kind of reorganize and reprioritize the things that you're thinking about the things that you're doing um things the skills that you're investing yourself in um to kind of help you know usher in again this new form of hopes and wishes and dreams but also allowing your ideas to be a way for or you know in the ideas and things that are coming up and the thoughts um that you're having um and the in a way this kind of over analytical mind that you and emotion and and feelings that you may be having at this time that also being an opportunity for you to rethink 
what is worth investing again you know and in that it's like rethinking what is worth investing your time and energy into and what you'll find is that speaking from a place of old defenses of old wounds um even for the sake of you know just having fun isn't necessarily con- aligned with or conducive to the the energy that you know Virgo season is asking of us what you can do is you can stare at this picture of yourself kind of morphing and transforming into this you know ugly jaded version of yourself or what you can do is work on actively shifting and changing the things around you right and also doing the internal work and you know being able to see and understand where those things are coming from so that you can funnel all of that energy and that insight and invest that into again your hopes dreams and aspirations moving on to that venus mars conjunction now the ascendant for that day and this was on the 24th lots of secrets and things hidden being guided to being guided hmm being guided by a plan or gesture or gesture with greater purpose possibly over promising over expecting and i said that because there is a trine between mercury and jupiter on that day the moon and uh there was a t-square between neptune that is the the focal point of the t-square um with an opposition between moon and jupiter and gemini now again jupiter and (laughs) this is funny so jupiter and neptune have had this ongoing conversation um, with us over the year about what our dream is, right? And having to reassess what it is that we want and what we're kind of crafting and building for ourselves. But we see that there is this intrusive <laughs> Gemini energy that kind of comes in with the moon that kind of in a way kind of seems a bit like a distraction so there may be that people on this day popped up whether it's like someone from the past or an idea from the oh oh yeah oh bitch yeah it so there may have been that someone popped up or something whatever it may be popped up from the past on that weekend of the 24th that in a way kind of seems to distract you or pull you a bit away from your dream or what it is that you want. And it could be easy for you to kind of get emotionally kind of riled up and caught up in that energy. And again, Mercury is asking us um, to, is that the way that we wanna go? Or do we wanna focus on this work and the shit that we have to get done, right? We can't get caught up in the, you know, the, the Gemini energy while I love it so much, it can be a bit distracting. It's a bit trickstery, right? And so there being a lot of emotional gain, yes, emotional games that might have been played with you on that week. Um, it is a day in which people are putting forth ideas and thoughts related to career and even a larger transition or phase in life. So, you know, the 10th house overall is kind of representative of the big wins that we hold in life, what success looks like for us in life. So that doesn't necessarily have to be a um, a job. It could be wedding planning that could be a child and for a lot of people um it was uh 
it yeah is a relationship announcements creative projects a baby union new money possibilities in the short term um a sudden try a sudden drive to get something done is what a lot of people might have kind of felt on that day what uh, is important to note though is that with this um with the mercury trying to jupiter we have to remember not to get ahead of ourselves it can be very easy for us to again over promise and over expect what will kind of come from what we're doing and we need to do from a place of look this is just a step that i need to take in order to get to this long-term thing the outcome of it doesn't really matter but the fact that i did it does which i know sounds very difficult um and then again the moon and opposite june moon opposite jupiter is also asking us to pick between what's comfortable um and to expect within let's see picking between what's comfortable to expect within connections with others and also being asked to push yourself so pushing yourself beyond the idea of what is possible within partnership um for you at this time and in a lot of ways we're being asked to again pick ourselves and choose ourselves and all, quite honestly choose the work at this time and kind of uh going in that direction and kind of realigning with that purpose and that dream and knowing that unfortunately whoever it is that popped up is not a part of that and that doesn't mean not right now but it does possibly mean it you know this doesn't mean no but it may mean not right now Please let me know if someone popped up into your life. Someone definitely popped up in mine. Um, let's see. Someone is putting forth ideas and thoughts. Yeah, I already talked about that. What is being shared is in conflict with the overall ideas of the plan. Much of it is hidden or still unclear in terms of which way things are going. Exactly. And that's why I said it's not necessarily about the outcome of whatever it is that you're doing or creating. What it's about is the fact that you did it. And we'll worry about that other shit later. Um, but let's see. And then the sun is conjunct the midheaven there. So there is, again, that idea of not putting out the fire. The midheaven is at 29 degrees Leo, which is over the fixed star Regulus, which is the crown. It often talks about fame um, and, um, or in some, time, in some cases, infamy, um, status, um, and uh, status and um, recognition, uh, royalty right and so to a certain extent there the things that we're doing it may kind of come from this place of like well i'm trying to be this and i'm trying to do this and it's like no let's just put our heads down and do the fucking work because that's what's important um all of this the virgo um conjunction between um venus and mars happened at four degrees and eight minutes we're gonna round that to five and the yes and the uh, Chandra symbol there is a man becoming aware of nature, spirits, and normally unseen spiritual agencies. The opening of new levels of consciousness, imagination. Again, you guys, it's not about the specific thing that you're doing. It's about getting it done and knowing that it serves a part of this bigger plan and this bigger kind of 
way that you're being asked to choose yourself and being asked to choose this journey. And this also was a day in which hmm, there may have been some health surprises for people or something health-related coming back around that you didn't expect would still be an issue. Um, <laughs> issues with dating. Or even it's very possible that this the um this person popping back up reignited some sort of wound related to your identity and that's really what got you going um let's see then we're going to talk about today in which mercury enters virgo there is a grand earth trine in the air this is happening at 3.48 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The ascendant is 27 degrees Sagittarius. So at this time, uh, Jupiter is sitting in the 12th house. So again, this dream may be... The dream deferred. I don't know why that came up. Um, it may feel a little bit out of reach. Or there may be... a. Mm, I just had this moment today. There just may be a realization that maybe it isn't as close as, as you thought it would be. But it doesn't mean that it's not possible. But what's being asked of you and with all of this energy that's in the air is to make space and make room um, within yourself to do the work and it's going to be very easy not to do the work and it'll be very easy to kind of get caught up in your mind and forget that you need to be working and doing rather than just thinking and lingering we have venus we have another t-square again between that dream oh my god you guys i just feel like there's just going to be a lot of distractions And you have to just not get caught up. Again, I wrote, be careful of complacency. On the previous day, there was a grand fire trine. So today, the or on the 28th. And so grand fire trine speaks to that idea of, you know, when I was talking a bit about the, what was it saying? A man becoming aware of nature spirits, normally unseen spiritual agencies, the opening of levels of consciousness, imagination, there is likely this fire that has been sparked within you. um, And this desire and this ability to kind of see maybe something has kind of unfolded or happened within the last couple of days that have allowed you to see a possibility. But you can't lose sight of the immediate things that you must do to be able to do that again jupiter is chilling in the 12th house in a nice little square to neptune and what's happening and the question that's there again is what is the dream let's go back and you know since neptune is retrograde right now we're kind of being hit with a reality check right where we're asked to kind of look at this dream again that's also why the dream is deferred um because there are certain parts of it that we need to reevaluate i definitely would think 
you know, as opposed to actively trying to think and process, I definitely think meditating, you know, taking a little time away from social media. If you're watching a lot of tarot and listening to a lot of astrology, you probably should just take a break. I know that I'm about to do that because this is definitely a grinding time. You need to work. You need to do whatever dream this is that you have isn't one that can be done by you sitting around lollygagging, you know, Um, it requires you to discern where you are investing your time and energy at this time. And hopefully you're putting it towards this dream. And to be quite honest with all of this energy being focused at Jupiter, I think the place that you should do right now is hermit mode go into hermit mode and really just kind of not mull over anything but really getting yourself clear and open in a metaphysical way so that the steps and the guidance that you need can come through if there are things that you would like to get done or know that you need to get done make a list write them down and slowly check off of those things right there's no need to think a thousand steps ahead Think about that one step and that one thing that you can do now that will allow you to get closer to that dream. Because the more that you try to zoom in and pull into it in a very tangible way, the farther away from it you're going to feel and the more frustrated that you're going to get. That's just a fact. Okay. Um, Again, this idea of the portrait, the capacity to picture, to picture oneself clearly the salient features and the overall meaning of any life situation discrimination the devil is in the details that part i added myself in the first house we have saturn and we have pluto so this shift right here and this ingress is deeply related to again the structures that we're destroying and the structures that we are creating and so we're being asked to be active creators in this process with all of this really strong beautiful creation energy that's associated with and building energy that's associated with this grand earth trine that's in the sky right now you need to be building you need to be thinking about what you're creating and what you're making long term you cannot think it's not a process that is and i know that this is very contradictory information it's kind of annoying it's not passive However, you are being asked to have a vision in mind of what it is that you want and taking tangible, real steps forward that allow you a path to get there so that as you're opening it up and as you're being more receptive to things coming along to you, things will just start coming in. But again, you have to be very careful of all of the distractions. For a lot of people, this within itself and the work that you're doing on this day is a gateway towards a greater alignment and connection with a partner. There is a lot of subconscious, deep, transformative work that's happening. So again, in not being, and I say that because all of this Virgo energy is in the eighth house. Um, And so it's, (laughs) it'll be very easy to kind of get pulled into, you know, the, scary vacillating you know I don't know if this is working I don't know and it you know uh, trying to kind of get a thousand and one steps ahead of yourself and there is a patience that you're being asked to have with you 
as you're navigating this time. Okay, okay. Yes, the cap ascendant is asking, what are we building? Virgo tells us the maintenance needed, the possibility, assessing debts, the feelings and experiences we are holding on to, opportunity, spiritual maintenance, clearing debt, returns on investment. What is over? What needs to be buried? So this is also a really kind of crucial time for decisions um, about certain things that do or do not need to, to follow us into this um, <laughs> this uh, new phase of life. Again, there is a need, sun combust Mars, Venus, and Mercury. There is a need for inner union, harmony, and balance to make decisions about the future. That being said, as much as you are time and effort as you're dedicating to things externally, you need to be dedicating to things internally as well. So meditation, take a break from people, places, things. Got it? Awesome. I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk new moon. We're going to talk quarter moon and Sag. We're going to talk Saturn direct. And then we're going to talk that quarter moon in Gemini because there's a second quarter moon in Gemini big deal um on the 21st okay 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 so new moon in Virgo on the 30th so the ascendant is Virgo and Mercury is in the 12th house so there may be room, sorry, for you being misconstrued, um, misunderstood uh, by other people. But I think it's very, for that reason, it is um, a time in which you do want to invest a lot of time into yourself and your alone time and space. Just do it. <laughs> because people aren't going to get it and it's not your job to make them get it. it this is about you right um, and it may be possible that people feel like your ideas and your thoughts and the things that are kind of coming into you are a little bit erratic they may seem a little bit nonsensical sudden you know there may be things that you say that cause you know breakdowns or breakthroughs um, for yourself um, and for other people. And it's a day, I would say, in which you can't be afraid to hold your tongue and speak your truth, but also if you find that that is overwhelming, it is okay to retreat and go back into hermit mode. Because like I said, they don't get it, and that's okay. Um, the Again, the ascendant is Virgo, so we need to work. What needs to be adjusted? What needs routine? What needs a ritual? What needs a whatever? Now, with all of this earth and water energy that's in the air, when we mix water and earth together, we make mud, right? And mud, as we've seen in many indigenous cultures, is a material that can be utilized 
to create something strong, something fortuitous, right? Going back to the idea of fortitude, Leo season, strength, we see... I live next to a university, so that's why you might hear a bunch of like white bro dudes yelling outside of my window right now. Anyway, so um, there being this, you know, with a sandcastle, you can build a sandcastle and it's able to withstand and create a structure that exists within, especially within temperate zones, right? In spaces that are closer to the equator where the sun is more visible, you're able to create these structures from water and earth that are able to withstand the sun, right? And so these two things are able to coexist with one another. The su- the heat of the sun allows us to evaporate the water which has nurtured and allowed this shape and this material to be formed and the earth serves as something solid. I hope this is making sense for you, right? When we think about this, uh, these last couple of years and the cycle that we've been taken through in which we've been provided with the earth, we have the sun and we've been given the water to help mix and create that thing that will allow us to create a structure that will be able to benefit from and withstand the power of the sun. Right, So we see that this work and the structure doesn't crumble at the presence of this thing, right? Now, can it withstand the wind? That's another question. We'll see that in Libra season. I hope that analogy made sense. I feel like it did. Now, one other thing to kind of keep in mind. So Chiron is in Aries. It's in the eighth house. So overcoming wounds of identities and parts of ourselves that have been hidden, our fears of our mistakes, our fears of losing, all of that kind of being in the background, competing with this energy and this need to do the work. And so having to overcome these feelings and these feelings of inadequacy, um, and in some instances, worthlessness um, that we may feel in the in this kind of energy. And, and that is also, again, exacerbated by the fact that our ideas and the things that we have to offer to people confuse them and they don't get it and we want to be understood right you know and there being this need to really trust that you're not building and creating from that space you're creating from a new space and so being able to understand that and step into that during this time this Chandra symbol for the new moon and we need to remember that new new moon according to the spiral of life is about projecting an ideal or your ego, plunging into new experiences and becoming a part of them. And what we're being told is if you want this life, right, you have got to do the work and you have to do the work regardless of what the people around you are saying, the opinions, the thoughts, the whatever. What I notice is that there is a lot of kind of scary (laughs) planets in the area that's related to our interpersonal relationships. We have Neptune, Chiron, and Uranus there. So what is happening with other people is only going to mirror some of the fears and the things that are kind of ruining in your mind and you cannot take them at face value. Unless, of course, you're talking to someone who deeply believes in you and your ability to kind of move on to this next step. I believe, unfortunately, that those people will be very kind of far you and in between during this time because some of the shifts and changes that we're making are very radical and quite 
frankly, a little unbelievable to other people and it may even scare them, okay? But again, the with Mars conjunct, combust, yes, with Mars combust, the sun, it is this coming from this, again, it's all of this is coming from this higher place. It's all coming from this true way of being. All of this, because the 12th house is, Leo. And so it's coming from this space of this is what I need to do to keep this fire burning. This is what I need to do to maintain and keep this aspect of myself as something that exists, right? This is what I need to do to maintain this fire. This is what I need to feed this fire, right? So Virgo, six degrees, a merry-go-round. The first experience of the dynamic intensity. Oh, I, okay. I was supposed to pull it up. Hold on. Yes. The first experience of the dynamic intensity of life processes and the possibility of using them to reach a characteristic ego satisfaction. An objective approach to the life force. What is that life force energy? That is that fire. That is your sun. And so you are coming into an understanding of the very tangible steps that you need to take, the work that you need to do to be able to get to that point. I know some of you this week have already figured it out and it scares the shit out of you because some of the things that we are being asked to sacrifice to obtain this very uncertain future are fucking insane. You're like, how is that even possible? Why would I do that? You know, it has a lot to do with there. there's this idea or this feeling of comfort that we have that we would like to maintain, that we are being asked to let go of, that we're being asked to release. And we're being asked, quite honestly, to take this leap. So one thing that I see in the chart is a, tr- a, tr- uh, a cradle aspect. I know literally another one of the things that I've seen in all of my clients' charts, this cradle aspect in which we're being asked to leap from the North Node to Neptune in the seventh house. So in this understanding of what it is that we need, because the North Node is in the 11th house, we have a very, very, very clear idea of what it is that nurtures us, of what it is that will feed us, and allow us to get to this next iteration of our being that is so far beyond the realm of possibility. Like, I don't even think you guys understand how big what it is that you're crafting for yourself is. That's why it's uncertain because, again, if you knew the steps, you would fuck it up, and the universe knows that. So they're like, trust me, take these steps. You know, you'll see that there's a lot of 12th house 11th house energy because there's so much about trusting and going within and trusting the divine because nothing outside of you is going to confirm that this thing is coming to you there is nothing that you can grasp on that isn't faith that isn't god that isn't the universe that isn't the most high that's gonna get you to this place you really gotta jump for this shit okay and so north node again is in cancer um and being able to 
know it again having that space in which you know and you've came into the space where you're like this is what i need this is what nurtures me this is how i redefine success for myself and this is the risk that i need to take and i need to jump into this uncertain future in order to get there you're being asked to trust the ideas the skills the the fixes and changes within your life structure that you're making the changes and things that you're building upon this strong foundation of self that you created back in Taurus season. You're being asked to expand upon that at this time, right? And doing so in a very calculated way, albeit it is very risky. This Jupiter Jupiter energy in the fourth, again, and that's something that came up in the full moon in Aquarius. And so we're dealing with this same kind of repeat energy that we saw during that. If you haven't listened to the full moon and Aquarius episode, you should because it was fucking amazing. And it just had so many really beautiful insights in terms of what we can expect and what we should be doing at this time. Because all of that, it's all a continuation. It's all a conversation that the moon is having. Again, the moon is answering to the north node all year. So every single lunation cycle is incredibly important because it's all just creating this story arc that we'll work through all the way up until May of next year. And then we're working with Mercury, the messenger, right? But we'll worry about that when we get there. And so you may kind of feel constricted because one, the people outside of you, and then two, because of the, what do I want to say? Uh, and also because again, the vagueness and uncertainty, you know, um, and the kind of you, again, that idea of not getting too ahead of yourself in terms of what you're you're thinking, you know, may kind of, again, feel like it's very restrictive and it is not at all. All of this is very constructive energy. We have... Venus and Mars in a beautiful trine to the south node, Saturn and Pluto, where they are asking again, what structures are we tearing down? What structures are we building, especially in terms of self-expression? What is the long-term goal that we have to express ourselves? How can that foster healing and growth within us? What structures does that create within our life for us to heal in a way that is outside of the ways that these existing structures are, right? And so it's lots of kind of like fighting the the man and kind of energy or in coming into that space in which you've done that, you have this opportunity to, to go into a different direction. Now, on the fifth, we have another quarter moon. Um, this one is in Sagittarius this is a contentious day there the the um t square with all that energy facing jupiter intensifies the ascendant is gemini so we're talking or thinking about new ideas new thoughts new skills new connections fun loving excitement movement and possibility all of these things are kind of feeding into this idea of our personal identity and worth. We're being asked to reassess what's valuable based off that understanding of what it is that we need to nurture ourselves. We're being asked to say, to look and see, based off of my personal identity, what is it that I am building, growing, 
for myself? What is going to allow me to be in the most authentic expression of who I am? 11.55 is the time right now. So like synchronicity, we're being asked to make some really new beginnings that bring in some very large profound shifts and changes in our lives. Um, And so with that, being the crux of what you have to offer and create. And so all of this energy, all of this kind of newness that we crave and what we're willing to kind of work on and do to allow that, you know, the Gemini Ascendant is spewing out all of these, this new information and these new ideas. And our Virgo moon is just like, I need to do this. 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 I need to do this to to be able to get to that thing. Right. And then in the other aspect of the chart is our involvement in social situations and I feel like it again this will be a time where you know all the naysayers and all the things that you're kind of fussing with people about you in during the new moon coming back up and you just being like you know what I can't continue to do this like this how this is happening is not gonna work okay I'm making this decision, I'm going in this direction, not because I don't want you to be alongside me in this thing, but because this is what I need to do to get to this next step. Again, reassessing what's valuable. In a lot of ways, you're being asked, what is worth it? What is worth it in terms of the long-term investments that you're making? Who owes you things for the investment that you've made in them? This is also a space in which you're assessing the resources that you have to make these new steps, right? Based on what's valuable, based on what I need to invest in, what is it that I have around me? Whether that's people, places, and things. And anything that's not valuable, you're chucking it out. You're like, goodbye. I can't do this. This doesn't work. This thing, this idea, it doesn't even have to be a person. This way of being, this thought process that I have, this doesn't work. I'm throwing it out. (laughs) it's in the chart um and the ripple effect of that and you being able to kind of stand your ground in this way is a ripple effect of something greater that you have to offer to society so now all of the scary planets move from our interpersonal relationship into our the space of the chart that is related to our interpersonal and i'm sorry our role within society and again, with the everything in the waxing side of the chart, it's all about the adjustments that are made and the app, the adjustments that need to be made, or I'm sorry, the awareness that we're coming into. So the awareness of what is, what is a value, what you need to kind of feed that true, truest, most authentic version of yourself and how that impacts what you have to offer to other people then allows you to apply that knowledge there to one, your relationships and one-on-one connections that you have with people, your beliefs and your philosophies and your ideas about what you should be doing and what direction that you should be going in and what needs to be changed and what needs to be shifted and just is not up to par with that and swiping that away. And that again, applying that awareness there So that you, again, have this ripple effect on something greater to offer to society. The first quarter moon is all about changes being made in the environment in order to break out of past conditioning. 
tearing down our structures and moving out to build new ones. Moon conjunct Jupiter. You people will likely get under your skin to a point where you might want to end some things. I definitely feel like this is a week of endings. A day of endings. Well, a, a time of endings. Again, because it's about change. It's like, yo, look, this is what we need to do. You don't fit in this, so you can go. Bye. Period. It's that simple. We have Virgo um, at 14 degrees. Virgo sun. And the 14 degrees um, Sagittarius moon the virgo side of things an artistic and our aristocratic family tree this reminded me of the ten of pentacles the ten these damn ladybugs where the fuck are they coming from that is so strange anyway um the ten of pentacles um in which you know it's the picture google it it's the picture of the man um, the old man looking at his family, looking at his dog, looking at his wealth. It is a very, um, it is, I believe it is a Virgo energy card. And so it's this idea of this is what I'm trying to build for myself long term. A deep reliance upon the ancestral roots of individual character. So what is again important about this work, and this goes back to that north that north node and cancer element of things that we've been talking about for a while, is it is deeply not only is this related to you personally, but it's also related to what you need to do to heal, to reconcile things of the past within your family, within your ancestral line, but also being able, and this is regardless of who your ancestors are. We're not going to get into the, the specifics of that, but I just, I think by no people understand that you cannot reject your ancestors if you're meant to heal or reconcile the things that they've done to other people. The more that you push them into the shadow, the more that you embrace the things and the pain and the wounds that they've inflicted upon other people in this lifetime. Okay? Got it, right? But also knowing that there is great power within, you know, their existence and that there was a dream and an idea that they had of the future and of possibility that you are able to realize. And that's also a really big element of the um, the 12th house nature of things. Because here we have... Um, Oh, wow. Here we have an intercepted um, Uranus in Taurus. So there is no house associated with Taurus in this chart. It, the Taurus, if you don't know what intercepted signs are, please Google it. I'm not about to go into a rant where I discuss what that means. Um, but this Uranus is representative of not just, you know, sporadic breakthroughs and things like that, but it is also related to truth higher truth the collective a connection to the universe which allows you to have that connection to source and the past as well as you know and with it being in uranus it has a lot to do with foundations and roots and security and stability so all that kind of in a way you know the the saying standing on the shoulders of giants right where it's like you in this lifetime are standing upon the shoulders of those who have came before you their skills their pets talents and things that they've offered in previous lifetimes serve as a foundation for you to be who you are at this moment 
right? And so knowing that there is a need to step into that and that being the overall kind of power and motivating factor behind the hard work that you're doing right now to embody that authentic way of being, that heart-centered way of being. Because again, it is one that allows healing for all of those individuals. And we all know that we need a lot of that right now. That being said, it's in this tension point of uh, that Sagittarius moon um, in which the symbol there is, listen to this, the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx. Let me go back and read exactly what it says because this was profound because Dane Rudyard is just so amazing. My gosh. Um, The enduring power of occult knowledge and of its quasi-divine custodians. Seed men of a previous cycle of existence. What did I just say? So this one is a very kind of gateway kind of energy. Um, and the it's about the power of spiritual ancestry. So it's in this this space in which this comes from. And it may kind of catch you off guard and kind of catch you by surprise in which the, the visceralness in which you're willing to kind of make this adjustment and this shift in this change. The sporadic nature also speaks to the, um, the Gemini ascendant as well, where it's like um, a willingness to kind of, it's a messenger, it's a mouthpiece of something greater, of the divine, right? And so with that, it's like this opportunity um, to really kind of step into this dream that is not only realized for you, but is realized of so many people who have came before you. And so knowing that that is where this is coming from and where those changes are coming from in the short term, right? That's Mars, that, which is conjunct the sun still. You know, in the short term, you're willing to do and put in this work and make what you have to say and do very known in this particular very matter of fact way, because you know that this has a lot to do with, again, your spiritual ancestry and this kind of long term plan in this, again, ripple effect of something greater to offer to society. This is so beautiful. This entire season is just fantastic. Um, I'm going to stop right there is that it no we have two more my god this episode is long well you know you have all virgo season to finish it um i'm gonna take a break i'll be right back to finish this so that you can be on your merry way Alrighty, y'all we about to wrap this up so Saturn goes direct on the 18th. The ascendant is at 29 degrees Leo. So again, we're going back to this energy that kind of um, this kind of culminated this intense building and creation energy um, that we saw during that Venus and Mars conjunction. That energy is captured and brought into this moment. Also, I believe there was a eclipse that occurred at the 29th degree of Leo as well um, a couple years ago. So that is also an important point in terms of pointing out the the fate and destiny 
component that's a lot aligned with this particular transit um and it being very karmic in nature saturn has a lot of really positive aspects to it it has a loose square to venus and mercury but other than that that is generally speaking the only kind of contentious energy there it is conjunct the south node so there being another point of release and so what we'll kind of find is that it's a really big again kind of karmic point in which lots of things are surfacing at this time things that have been kind of ruining and and happening over the last couple of months kind of reach ahead i honestly think it's a very big possibility that this week of the 18th the person that came back <laughs> and was bothering you mm, during the oh let me not what day was that new moon no when the moon sun enters yeah with the moon yeah, when the sun had entered Virgo and that, and when there was that Venus-Mars conjunction. So last week, that person who resurfaced um, during that time, it's very likely that they have some more information to share with you that they have not been sharing with you. Um, you may discover that a man um, within your life has been lying about particular things. Um or kind of uncovering the vagueness or or just a masculine figure in general, the vagueness or even the deceptive nature of that individual. There is a really kind of big air of passive aggression. Um, again, in terms of things that come out, someone may have committed a crime related to drugs, had a fight around drugs. Um, there may be media stories around crimes and victims of crime that kind of come out at this time um let's see find out someone is fighting addiction or fighting an illness it also is a time in which you are fighting for your ideals you might find out that someone has some really weird um sexual fantasies about you or that they've been trying to fuck you for a while or you might have already known that and they're just going to say it, right? And the sun is there too. So it's definitely a lot of energy around important figures, important men, whether it's important men within your life. Lots of things, again, related to sex kind of coming out as well, in addition to sexuality secrets as well that you may kind of, we may see happening in the news at that time as well. So do remember that that is also a big point of that. Someone lying about who they are or about how they've been. Um, and of course, Saturn is going direct. So there is will be karma to face if that happens. So it's, it's going to be easy because again Chiron is in the eighth house yet again to take this really personally and feel like it is a transgression against you it's very important you guys not to internalize the things that are happening 
during that time. And if it isn't a man, it could just be someone who is very masculine um, in expression. The moon will be in Taurus on that day. It will be conjunct Uranus. So there will either be emotional conflict or emotional clarity. Either way, there is an opportunity to expand the mind and the beliefs and understanding. Um, some people may be going on a retreat. Some people may feel the need to move. Uranus ask is asking, you know, based off of everything that's coming about, what do we need to build? Like, what do we need to create? What do we need to do to recreate this feeling of security um, and stability? Especially if you've learned something that's kind of rocked your world um, or shook things up or that really surprised you. It is very possible that you, it seems like a tower moment kind of day. The aspects are very kind. However, it feels very kind of contentious. There's a kite aspect in the air. So this is all about seizing the moment seizing the opportunity this is a time in which the wind is blowing at the right speed and you have enough wind to let this kite take off and for you to head into a new direction again there is lots of uncertainty around there especially if you're relating to the idea of working towards your ideal deals or sh setting short-term goals related to your ideals that dream that you've kind of cultivated for yourself it's very possible that there's just something that you just can't quite put your finger on and something doesn't make sense about the situation or the circumstances. To be quite honest, I think you're gonna to have to wait until Mercury is in Scorpio to figure out the additional secrets or things that have been hidden from you. And again, being that it is very karmic, if someone has been hiding things from you, it's going to come up. Okay, um, I'm sorry, I know that didn't sound very kind or happy, but it is that. But again, the overall energy is that of hopes and dreams being realized. So yet again, being asked, what is it that we need to invest in ourselves personally? In our personal identity and development, how does that impact what we're building and creating for in the long term to show up in our most authentic way things that we have to offer and ultimately have to offer to ourselves of ourselves and ultimately to the world right hopes and dreams realized the north node is in the 11th house so it is quite you know unfortunately a part of the dream being realized is this awareness of the things that are deeply related to some of the things that we kind of knew about over the summer that are getting in the way of that. It is very likely that you'll feel very indecisive. It's very likely that you won't really know what to believe, even though it likely will be abundantly clear. But you may kind of have a feeling like, oh no, I'm just, you may be told oh, you're being ridiculous or you're looking too much into things. And it's like, no, something about this is not right and is not okay. You don't have to make any decisions at that time. You don't. Um, but just know when the time comes to make the decision, it will. 
Um, and again, realizing that this karma that one has to deal with is not your own, but theirs, unless it's you that's been doing all of these things. Interesting. That's going to be a really interesting day. And on that day, the sun will be at about 26 degrees Virgo. Let me read that. A boy with a censure serves the priest near the altar. The first stage of actual participation in the great ritual of planetary evolution. Practice in the presence of God. This makes sense. And I say this in this way. The karmic retribution that is being brought is of forces that are not us right? They're out of this world. I'd say that in the least alien way possible. Um, And because of that, you know, there is ultimately this test that we kind of see ourselves with where it's like, okay, how are you going to act? You said this is what you want to build. You said this is what you want for yourself. I'm showing you Here are the things that are in the way that do not deserve to follow you into that path, into this new way of being. How are you going to act? What are you going to do? Right? And what you can't quite put your finger on is why this is necessary. Mercury and Uranus are, are very similar faculties where Mercury is the messenger, right? And Uranus is the universe itself, right? And so because they're not necessarily seeing eye to eye, it can be very easy for you to kind of misconstrue. This is a time in which you're going to have to trust your heart over your head. Because what your head is going to tell you is, ah, I don't know. If I do this, things are going to fall apart. This is not something that in this moment can create balance and harmony, right? And it's like, no, you're, you're right. It doesn't create balance and harmony. It's causing disharmony and chaos to realign you with what is going to be the most harmonic and the most fulfilling and the most Balanced and the most diplomatic way of kind of doing things. And that's also another element of things uh, is, you know, it also is an element of in the shock and the surprise of what it is that you know and you find out, being able to maintain your composure that allows you to make and create fair and and harmonious decisions. Okay. Um, again, this will be another day in which you might need to retreat and back off from people. Um, and then on the, the, uh, let's see. And then the degree of Saturn itself when it goes direct is 14 degrees. An ancient bas relief carved in granite remains a witness to a long forgotten culture. The will to unearth in our culture as well as in any culture what has permanent value and to let go of non-essentials. Historical perspective. So it's very likely that whatever it is that you're dealing with 
you know, whether it's a person, it's a job, whatever it may be, is like, this is a story or a thing. This is a tale as old as time. You've seen this thing play out over and over again. And so it's like now you are given the, and for some people, this has been something that's been happening for years. Mm. And you're just like, I could never see or know what it is. And it's because this person or this circumstance has been given multiple opportunities to reconcile itself. And in some instances, it just hasn't. And because it just hasn't, it's about to, you know, it's going to suffer, right? And so you having to be at the side in which you're, you know, I've talked to, to Capricorns, because this is Capricorn energy, right? About being on the right side of history. Being on the side of what's right. Even though you guys are being told that the way that you do your job is not right, there is a way to do your job that doesn't uphold these, uh, you know, systems and structures from the past that hurt people. And in some instances, people are so fucking hellbent on maintaining and keeping these destructive patterns and structures, these oppressive structures and patterns. And you yourself are being asked, how, are you going to keep this, this going? Are you going to keep feeding this monster? Are you going to keep feeding this thing? And I'm guessing for most people, the answer is going to be no, because this shit is about to be fucking ridiculous. I am not looking forward to this day personally, but it's going to happen anyway. So we'll just deal with it when it happens. Now, fourth quarter moon in Gemini. So that will be on the 21st. This is one of the final days of the season. Again, we have another Gemini ascendant. So again, the idea with the um, quarter moon phase is or the last quarter moon phase is going through a dramatic psychological reorientation in order to allow something new to come into the old personal patterns of behavior or attitude so this is another day a couple days later right before libra season where you're seeing like oh my gosh i cannot believe all of this should happen i cannot believe i did not see this thing and you know when someone is lying to you about themselves it could have been in a good way or a bad way if that makes you feel happier with what i just said it probably doesn't for most of you i'm sorry if something wasn't what you thought it was or something wasn't as authentic as you thought it was you know it could be it needs to end or it could be that y you can work things out. We'll see. Most of this shit I think is related to endings. Um, and that's just my opinion. So <laughs> another time and I love that um, the moon is in the first house this time. And again, we're going back to that idea of reassessing what's worth it. And, you know, what is truly valuable and what is really needed and in this time mercury will be in a direct square with saturn and the south node and so that question is is still asked again where it's like you know how much of myself you know what am i willing to to really let go of given the fact that i've already defined what's worth investing in um, and I don't want to lose sight of that. And I think 
waiting for this opportunity to talk at this point because you're going to be mad <laughs> or confused or sad when, when whatever the fuck happens. Um, I honestly think a lot of shit is probably going to happen in the news that week, you guys. So it may be a good time to to get out of social media. Yeah, because again, we have another Uranus in the 12th house. So yeah, there's going to be some surprises. Um, you know, remembering what's investing in. Don't lose sight of what is being built. Jupiter's on the descendant. Remember, everything that it touch grows, expands, or magnifies. So if you need to end something or if there is an opportunity to have or come into a greater alignment with something it will be at that time that it kind of shows up something greater may be come more apparent the future may be a little bit more clear for some people around this time and because of that you are able to make that decision about what is worth investing in not that it's completely clear. We won't know the complete outcome of things. What is worth investing in? And in a lot of the what people will be investing in is it could, you know, something that's related to what the world needs. Things that expand your mind in an in an innovative way. Something that creates new structures uh, within your life that allows you to reassess your long-term goals and possibly be able to elevate them and make them even better than they already were. That's exciting. Um, another thing to kind of note, again, we have that Leo fourth house. So again, this is about growing and cultivating that authentic and true way of being. And in the decision-making process, we have to remember not to allow our fear of in intimacy and trust in, what did I write? Trust in what we, I don't even know what this is. Allowing a sense of vulnerability, but calculated vulnerability that allows us to gain sight of what really matters right so in terms of in some ways it's like I have to choose between the current satisfaction of this money of this partner of this product versus something long term that is going to benefit me and really align me and set me up for something great and something fantastic right and that is the decision-making point there. And this teetering back and forth with this idea um, and coming into a space where it's like, look, I need, you know, my thoughts and ideas have to be of that purpose. While connecting is important, while being with someone or whatever it may be, you know, or having this business partnership or whatever the fuck it may be, may be apparent, you know, or maybe that makes no sense. I don't know why I said that, you know, may be necessary. Maybe this isn't what I need at this time. And maybe there will be a time to go back and to revisit that. This is really about a lot of money or the way that you're able to make money by being your authentic self, by showing up as yourself based off the things that you have to offer to the world. It's also a great time 
to have fun. And there may be, if you're feeling indecisive, you might need to embrace the, the Aries energy and just take a, a leap or a risk in terms of what you're deciding to do. Okay. The Chandra symbols we have, it's at 28 degrees or 29. Uh, the first mockingbird of spring. The creative exuberance of the human soul in response to basic life experiences. What is presented to us symbolically as a reaction of the individual has become sensitive to many life currents in his environment and who is able to exteriorize the welling up response as a gift to his society displaying virtuosity. The symbol refers to the capacity which the talented individual has to take collective material and transform it under the urge of biological productivity and instinctual love. Mm. You know, the mockingbird, its song serves a purpose. You know, it's for mating, but there also is a beauty that exists because of it, right? And so in being able to, again, step into this idea of newness, new ideas, new ways of being, new ways of connecting with people, new forms of connections that we can make with people. We have this opportunity to put forth something that is extremely meaningful in the long term and based on what we're trying to create and make for ourselves. And the, again, the ripple effect that that has on the world. <sighs> I am tired. And then that is facing off with the ooh, a seeker after occult knowledge is reading an ancient scroll which illuminates his mind. So from all of the work that you've been doing in this space from which you're like, wow, you know, this is what's possible, you know based off the work that I've done, backed off, based off the things that have kind of come in, based off of the, the risks that I've taken, I'm able to see that this comes from that. After a crisis, one should seek to realign, yeah, the renewed consciousness with the primordial revela re revelation of the truth of man. I'm going to read all of this. Any revolutionary movement once it has succeeded in overcoming the inertia of the past and in toppling obsolete structures, you guys, what did I just say? Needs to tap the most essential realities of what man represents and signifies in the universal order, or else it merely re-embodies in a superficially altered manner the very thing it has destroyed. This is a crucial mo moment. In occultism, the pattern of man is an archetypal power that may be contacted. It must be sought with undeviating determination. After each revolutionary crisis, this pattern and this power can be contacted, always the same, yet at each new cycle, perceivable in a different light. The fourth stage symbol represents presents us with the technique required to reach the other shore. 
but each individual in each group or racial unit must come into its own way to the root knowledge which provides the only safe foundation for rebirth. There is a need, a very, very strong need, again, based off of, you know, when we talked about the the North Node in the second house before, I had that rant about ancestry. And again, it's about reaching back into the memory banks, the Akashic, you know, the records of things, (laughs) and seeing, you know, where did we have ourselves fucked up? Am I recreating that cycle yet again? And I'm going to, am I going to create that cycle yet again? You know, the experiences that we have right now are in a way, uh, in a, a representation of experiences of previous lives, um, of family members and issues and struggles that we have faced. This has been something that I've seen in literally the chart of every single person that I've read especially people who have Pisces placements, you know, it, when I see a Pisces, whatever, pop up in somebody's chart, including my own, to me, that is a sign from the universe that there is some sort of work that has not been done, that now has to be embodied through this individual, in order to send back healing to everyone else. Right. And I feel like there is this kind of ripple past effect for for lots of things. But again, that's just my own theory and my own thought process. And it's like, you know, the work that we're doing and that we're asked to do may seem so mundane and so trivial. But you guys, there is a really large role that each and every one of you plays as people who are socially aware, as people who are spiritually aware, you know, in terms of, you know, what the future looks like for us. So a lot of what's happening during this week may be responses to things that you see in the world. It doesn't even have to be within your personal life, but an opportunity to choose a different path and go in a very different direction and to risk and with that kind of childlike mind Uh, mind and uh, wonder that you're able to kind of explore and see what is worth doing you know what is worth going into what is worth investing in within myself so that the ripple effect that that has on the greater world is so profound all of the outer planets on this day will be in the waning part of the chart it's all about application all of this internal work that we have been doing all fucking season and will continue to do you know beyond that is setting the stage for some really big decisions and some really big things that are waiting for us in 2020 and some people just cannot come along for that ride and you have to understand that and you have to loosen your grip again that idea of you know the universe asking you if you want to keep your fingers or if you want to keep the trash this is another time in which we're being asked that question and i encourage you all to choose wisely thank you so much for listening to this episode if you would like to support you can purchase a reading i am currently booking for september things are filling up if you want to book for october you can do so as well There will not be an episode next week. Why? Because I'm tired (laughs) and I need a break. If you would like, I have new moon readings available 
on my IGTV. My account is you woman you. If you'd like to donate or tip, you can do so with the PayPal link that is available in the description box of this podcast. I will talk to you all on the tip. And the 10th is going to be exciting. So, you know, basically when we're in the throes of the nonsense, I'll be back and I'll be talking about the full moon. And I'll be talking about the full moon and how it is deeply connected to this Saturn direct motion on the 18th. Thank you all for your support. Goodbye.